0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, July 1st, 2018. An Animated Faith, Identity. Your helmet does that whoosh thing. I love that line. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Good
0: morning. morning. And welcome to our new series here at Connection. July series called An Animated Faith. It's a... This month, we're going to look at some Pixar films and see what Christian themes we can glean from them. By the way, for those who missed it, uh, if you come on Friday night from 7 to 9, we're going to show the film that then we're going to be talking about on Sunday morning for the next three weeks.
1: Well, good morning, Connection Church. I want to say good morning to everybody gathered here at 100 West Green Street and those of you who are Joining us online, we've got the Davidsons, we've got the Whites from Durham, North Carolina, hope you're having a great vacay, Glenn Davis, the Riffles in Texas, the Ursics, the McDonald's, Patty Prang, hey Patty. Oh man, we've got a lot, I couldn't even name them all. There are a lot of people, if you're off and not able to visit, be sure to tune in at 11 o'clock with Facebook Live. My name's Carrie Jones.
0: I'm Alan Jones.
1: And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? God, thank you so much for this day. It's a day that you've made, a day where we just get to join you in worship. Settle us in that we might be changed and transformed by your love. And we pray this in the name of the Father and the sun, and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody agreed and said,
0: amen. 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 Pixar, Pixar animated stu- Animation Studios is a computer animation movie studio. That's a mouthful. Has its roots back in 1979, part of the film company of George Lucas of Star Wars fame. In 86, it became its own company with Stephen Jobs, a, a known from Apple. He was the majority shareholder. And then in 19, I'm sorry, in 2006, Disney purchased Pixar for the tidy sum of $7.4 billion. So to date, Pixar has made 20 um, uh, full-length feature films, including the four that we're gonna be looking at this month. Their first was Toy Story, the first ever computer animated feature film, Toy Story considered by many to be one of the best animated films ever made, that's our focus this morning.
1: All right, let's talk about Toy Story. Toy Story takes place in a world where toys come to life, except for when humans are around, and at that time they appear to be lifeless. Now, the toy box is filled with an interesting cast of characters including Mr. Potato Head, Slinky the dog, we've got Ham the pig, Rex the dinosaur, we have Little Bo Peep, and then we have a guy at the top of the list his name is Woody. Woody is in charge of all of the toys. Now Woody really, really is very excited, and and he's a happy guy until, oh, Patty, you're right here in person. Hi. I thought you were online. Okay. Are you doing double duty? You. Are you doing? Twice. Okay. Good to see you. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, um, Buzz, not this guy, Woody, is yeah. a happy camper until... Buzz Lightyear comes on the scene. He is a new gift to a little boy named Andy. Andy is the one who is the owner of all of these toys. Toy Story is a great uh, film with a lot of preaching opportunities. A couple of them are forgiveness. It's a story of forgiveness or loyalty. It's a story of jealousy of redemption. But today the theme that we're preaching about is
0: Today it's an over the overriding theme throughout that film is identity. Identity Buzz Lightyear is the toy action figure who represents an a, a TV character of the same name. The challenge for Buzz though is that Buzz is a doll, but Buzz doesn't want to believe that he believes that he's truly Buzz Lightyear and not the, not the doll that he is. And so when Buzz first comes on the scene in the movie, he's a very confident, would-be hero. He, he believes he came from a distant planet to save planet Earth. His tagline, to infinity and beyond, he uses as he prepares to fly, which he truly believes he can do. He believes he will return to home base just as he got here in a spaceship not in the cardboard box that he was actually packaged. And he he believes that he can communicate with Star Command through the wrist radio, uh, which he attempts frequently. And when he hears nothing in return, he just concludes that the mothership must be out of range.
1: Well, Woody, the toy cowboy, tries to help Buzz realize his true identity. And it's pretty challenging for Woody because, I mean, Andy's now paying a whole lot more attention to... Bu-
0: Hello. He is real. Wow.
1: He is real to Buzz Lightyear than to Woody. But he even... Boy, he came to life. He did, did not do this at yeah, the other... Hold- Sir, you hold him. <laughs> yeah, Okay. Woody tries to help Buzz, even though he experiences jealousy because Buzz is getting more attention. And um, here's the thing. There's this other character in this uh, movie called Sid. Anybody heard of Sid? Sid is the sadistic next door neighbor kid. Anybody know a Sid in their life? (laughs) Oh yeah. Anyway, Sid straps Buzz on a rocket ready for his executional takeoff, at which time he comes face-to-face with his reality, who he really is. And he says, I'm not a space ranger. I'm just a toy, a stupid, little, insignificant toy. Mm.
0: It's an interesting line. How often, how often do we have similar thoughts? Not, not a stupid, little, insignificant toy, but how often have you thought this or something like it, that I'm just a stupid little insignificant person or something thereabouts. You see, that's what happens when we don't appreciate, when we don't celebrate, when we don't elevate our true identity, who we truly are, and value it as we should. We'll be talking more about that in a few minutes.
1: And so Woody tries to help Buzz realize his true identity. He says, whoa, hey, wait a minute. Being a toy is a lot better than being a space ranger. Look, over there in that house is a little kid who thinks you're the greatest. And it's not because you're a space ranger, pal, it's because you're a toy and you're his toy.
0: Hmm. See, Woody's able to say that because Woody clearly knows who he is. And even more than that, Woody knows whose he is. See, he has the name Andy clearly written on the bottom of of his boot. Woody knows better than any of them, especially Buzz, what the name on the boot means. As he shared earlier in the film with the other toys on Andy's birthday, when they were all fearing getting replaced by the new presents that Andy was receiving, Woody says this. He says, hey, listen." No one's getting replaced. This is Andy we're talking about. It doesn't matter how much we're played with. What matters is that we're here for Andy when he needs us. You see, Woody clearly knows who he is, and even more than that, he knows whose he is. He knows definitely why the name Andy is written on the bottom of his boot.
1: You know, we have some things like this going on in our lives. Um, For example... If you have a child here this morning, then you dropped uh, your children off, maybe in the nursery or in first look or in the garage, and they've been tagged. (laughs) Uh, Maybe not with your name written in Sharpie at the bottom of their shoes, but they have a tag on their back. And that tag is really, really important because that tells us that we need to give them back to you after this service. You are getting them back. You are getting them back. (laughs) That tag indicates whose they are so that they are claimed by the right person, by the person who they truly belong to.
0: Hmm. Now I don't have a tag on my back, at least I don't think so. But I have a ring on my finger. It's been there for over 40 years. It represents a vow I took way back, that uh, pledging all I have and all that I am to the woman standing beside me here. And so this ring is a sign, whether it's on my finger or even if I could get it off, there's still a ring there, trust me. Um, Signed to all the world who I am and whose I am because ever since January 7, 78, I belong to her, you know? That's, that's what the ring says. I belong to her in this marriage that we've uh, been celebrating for 40 years.
1: Aww. Aww.
0: Don't worry, I'll use those points up before we get out of church today.
1: Here's the truth, though. <laughs> Our ultimate identity is not represented by a name on our boot. It is not represented by a label on our back or a ring on our finger. That's not our true identity. But think about this. Perhaps we should all go home and pull out all of our shoes. Now, I know some of us have more than others, but pull them all out and line them up and put a name on the bottom of your shoe of whose you are. Hopefully, you'll write the name God. God. God on the bottom of your shoes, showing whose you are. You are God's. Did you know that that's who you are? You are a child of God. You're a daughter of God, a son of God, father, son, Holy Spirit, that's who you belong to. That's whose you are. That's your identity.
0: (laughs) The Bible tells us this in uh, Galatians 3.26. In fact, say it with me. Except where it says you, say we. For in Christ Jesus, we We are are all all children children of of God. God. Through faith. In fact, for say for in Christ Jesus, I am a child of God. Say that. For, for in Christ you, Jesus, Jesus, I am, am a, a child, child of, of God, God through faith. faith. Amen that. Yeah. The thought here is just right? I mean, a child of God, we're, we're not toys or puppets. It's not like that, you know, God's the great uh, puppeteer and we're on strings and he's manipulating us to be played with like the toys in our movie this morning. But we're human beings, flesh and blood. God's children who God created to be a part of, to enjoy and to celebrate God's creation, to help one another. But most importantly, what we're doing right here this morning, what we should be doing all, all, all the time of our life, to worship and glorify God. Yeah.
1: It all started, we read about this in the very first book of the Bible. In fact, in the very first chapter. Check this out. And this is on the sixth day. Then God said, let us make humankind in our image. Notice us. It's Trinity, God, Son, Holy Spirit, let us make humankind in our own image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the wild animals of the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in whose image? His image. Say the rest with me. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. That's our ultimate identity. God created in his likeness, in the image of God, mm-hmm. you and me.
0: As we've seen in our Sunday messages last the last few weeks, throughout the first part of the Bible, the Old Testament, God's people, the Hebrew people, would waver from being close to God to being very far from God. Close to God, far from God. And, and the far from God years were painfully more plentiful than the close to God years. <laughs> Is there an amen on that? Yeah. And, and the majority of the people over those far from God years did evil in the sight, sight of the Lord. And so with the, the ratio uh, going on there, a lot more evil was done in God's sight than good, and yet God did not abandon those people completely. God did not forsake them ultimately. God did not relinquish them utterly. Over and over and over again, God claimed and God reclaimed God's people, the people who were created in God's image, the people who God literally blew the breath of life into they people whose identity was found in the creator and God continues to claim us you and me even today even at those times when we're looking pretty unclaimable and that's because quite simply we are his say we are his we, we are, are his. his say i am his i, I am, am his. his we are his
1: Psalm 100 reminds us of this. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. That's all of us. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. Now listen to this next part carefully. It is he that made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. Say the rest. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations.
0: Mm. So we are his. God claims us. Check this out, Ephesians 1.5. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure.
1: So not only does God claim us, not only does God adopt us, but God has purchased us, purchased us, bought us, paid a high price to redeem us, exchanging his life for ours. Did you read this in Ephesians 1, 5? That is what he wanted to do. It's hard to imagine, isn't it? That's what he wanted to do. He knew what his mission was. And his mission was to talk about his Father in heaven and to share with us whose we are and to give us a glimpse of how much love his Father And Jesus, the Holy Spirit, has for each one of us. And so he allowed himself, by choice, to be hung on a cross, crucified. And then he died, and he was buried, but he didn't stay dead. And rose again to prove that death is not final, that we have life here on earth and in heaven Oh, my goodness, the ultimate sacrifice that he did for you and for me so that we would know that he is with us always. There's a great scripture, John 15, 13. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And that's exactly what Jesus did for us. And we're called to do this as well.
0: He laid down his life for you and for me. And for everyone else in the world, they didn't take his life. He gave it, willingly, out of love, because that's who he is. Like father, like son, God is love. So is Jesus. It's our identity, who we are, whose we are. Sons and daughters of the most holy God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit created in God's image.
1: Back to Toy Story. When Sid, that sadistic kid that lives (laughs) next door, when he held Woody captive and had Buzz strapped on a rocket, it looked like the end. But it wasn't. In the end, Buzz does save the day by simply being who he was made to be, a toy. When Sid launched Buzz into the air, it enabled Buzz to fly and save the day at this critical moment moment. Although Sid meant Buzz's launch to do harm, it actually did good. It made him be able to conquer his pride and save the day. Thanks to his true identity, his true identity was that he was Andy's toy.
0: Sometimes it's easy for us to lose sight of our true identity, of who we are and why we're here and what our purpose is. Paul David Tripp in his book, New Morning Mercies, it's a, it's a uh, devotional. He calls this identity amnesia. Say identity amnesia.
1: Identity, identity amnesia. amnesia.
0: Yeah. He says we forget who we are. And when we do, we begin to give way to doubt and to fear and to timidity. In addition, you know, when we start to wonder who we are and and forget whose we are, we end up making some bad choices usually. We, We end up making some questionable decisions. We end up doing things that dishonor friends, but even more than that, things that dishonor God when we do those kind of things. You know, when we get to those challenging crossroads in life, um, it's important to realize that our true identity does not come from our job, doesn't come from what house we live in, doesn't come from the car we drive. Our our true identity doesn't come from who our friends are. And even though I said, you know, uh, I'm hers… That's not my absolute ultimate true identity. It is not coming from my wife, Carrie. No. It's important to realize our true identity is that we're children of God. Children of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the God most high. You know, in those days when we wonder who we are and and why we're here, it's important to realize God has plans for you, Just like he said to Jeremiah, I have plans for you. He has plans for you. He has plans for me. And it's not plans like Andy had to play with his toys. <laughs> We're not toys that God plays with. We're human beings that God created for a purpose. And part of that purpose is to work through us, using those gifts that he's given, sharing all that God has with us, allowing us to to join in all of that, on the one hand, so that we can appreciate the beauty and the creativity of God and also to share it with others who may not know God. But more than anything, our purpose is to worship and glorify God. That's why we're here this morning, isn't it? But it goes beyond Sunday morning. It's every day that ends in Why? Waking, sleeping, round the clock. We're here, and we have a purpose, and that's to, for God to work through us, to bring about God's purpose on earth, salvation for others, and to glorify God. Yeah. And so, important for you to remember, to claim it, to celebrate it, to glorify it. If it's ever hard to remember, take your shoes, take your Sharpie, write the name of God. That's how important it is to claim claim our true identity in our Lord and Savior, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And that's because we are His. Can you say, we are His. That's the good news. That's the absolute good news. Let's live it like we believe it. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Most holy God, wow, who would have thought we'd have Buzz and Woody teaching us a lesson here. But more importantly, you teach us a lesson. Please help us to ever remember our true identity. It comes from only one source, Lord, and that is you. That is you. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we celebrate and we just thank you that you have created us in your image you allow us to uh, to to join you in this awesome creation and please never help help us to never forget that you are our true identity all those at connection church said amen thank you for joining us for our podcast for more information about connection community church in middletown delaware please visit our website at just show up